Today we discuss a heavy topic, a topic that probably needs to be spoken about, and while it may bring with it some controversy, I remind you that there are many different opinions on it, and this is just one, and from the head of a 26-year-old. So, you know, recently, it seems that there's been a cultural shift in the world, definitely in America, of humans being tolerated and at times even encouraged to flaunt certain behaviors that were previously prohibited. Maybe the words or word LGDBQT, whatever, mean something to you. Maybe you've heard of it. But are we supposed to talk about it, address it? We know that the Torah does prohibit such behaviors of men marrying men and other prohibited relationships. Should we join rallies against it? Should we tolerate it? What should we do? And well, one idea I'd like to bring to the conversation that truthfully, ask yourself, who was the Torah written for? Did Hashem give the Torah to individuals who are odd, need some extra help? Or did Hashem give the Torah to the normal, coherent thinking human. I submit the second one. And in the Torah, Hashem gives us certain prohibitions that may seem that they carry along with it certain odd behaviors. It is prohibited, we are told, for a man to marry a man or to engage in bestiality. These may seem like gross behaviors, but while the first reaction when you hear of somebody doing a sin like such is to say, this is a perverted individual, he's gross, Maybe it's a different conversation because the Yetzirah we know is a very, very luring fellow. And a person, when he engages with the Yetzirah, it can go downhill fast. He can make an obese individual look enticing. He can make individuals fight to the death over a piece of paper that they call money. So we don't really understand what luring taiva seduction is. Something above us. Perhaps the conversation should just be, is this inside of Hashem's Torah and permitted, or does it fall outside of the Torah and it is it prohibited? Mutter or Asr? And if it is Mutter, then we can engage in the practice. But if it is outside of Hashem's Torah, well then we submit ourselves to Hashem's law and we gather up the strength no matter what the pull is and say no. And if you think about it, it just came to be in this Chazorah, in this time going through the cycle of the Torah. You can really learn the Torah if you had no prior knowledge as just trying to find the perfect human. First, it was Adam Arishon, the greatest individual when things went awry. We are then introduced to Noah who had some faith. And then eventually we get the quintessential Jew and it's Avram Avinu. He discovers Hashem and things then go, they build and we get Yitzchak and the trifecta with, with Yaakov Avinu. We meet Aaron Akoin and Yosef and Sidkus and all of it. But the Torah concludes and finishes with a narrative all about Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe dying is the very end of the Torah. And he is crowned to be the ultimate Jew. And with what does Hashem eulogize his number one trusty attendant? He calls him an Evid. He was the quintessential servant of Hashem. Dare I say slave of Hashem. Because maybe what we don't understand is that when we submit ourselves to Hashem's law with an obedience, 
with a subjugation, it is the most liberating feeling because now you get to decide when you do something and when you don't. And even though a taiva, a feeling that you really want to do it, an impulse comes. Whether that be a taiva for a male or a female or anything weird that the Yetzirah might put in front of you, when you're an Eved Hashem, you say, well, it doesn't matter how I feel. If Hashem said yes, then it's okay. And if it's no, then it's no, no matter how I feel. Learn from Moshe. Become an Eved Hashem. Liberate yourself. Become a free person. Emancipate your strength when you learn to submit to Hashem's Torah. Because now you get to call the shots. Decide when and where you do something. <laughs>